Hey all, it's Mel here for the second episode of Soul of a Survivor, Chasing and Achieving Dreams After a Cancer Diagnosis. I had the privilege of working on this episode at the beach, my happy place. I had the blessing of putting this together and starting production in Cancun, Mexico, where I was surrounded by the water and the waves, my very, very happy place. And I'm so glad that you can join me. So as you may recall, I'm Mel. I'm a triple negative breast cancer survivor, transformational speaker, resilience coach, runner. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. And I am a dream chaser and a dream achiever. In the first podcast episode, we had some intros and a little bit of my background, and you'll certainly get to know more of me throughout this podcast, and I certainly look forward to getting to know you very, very well. So for today's episode of Soul of a Survivor, Chasing and Achieving Dreams After a Cancer Diagnosis, the question is, when do you know? When do you know that there are dreams after a cancer diagnosis? How do you know? And what are those dreams? So that is today's question. And I hope that my experience provides just some examples of answers to that question. So we're talking about dreams after a cancer diagnosis, and I honestly wasn't sure where to start after our intro episode when discussing dreams after a cancer diagnosis, because I wanted to provide the starting point. I wanted to talk about that aha moment. And the reason it was so hard for me to kind of get started um, working on this episode is because I wasn't sure if there was a distinct starting point, but I realized that there was a moment. That moment was when I realized that I couldn't accept the new normal. After cancer, I didn't want life to be normal. After cancer, I wanted to live in my happily ever after. Bald, managing the side effects of chemo, renegotiating relationships, trying to reimagine this new life, this life after devastation and destruction. And it was hard, but something kept tugging at me. This can't, won't be my new normal. I realized that I didn't want my new normal to be normal. The feeling of not wanting my new normal to be normal was so strong that I wrote, a poem about it. I'm not a huge journaler, so a lot of my writing is focused on not being comfortable or happy with my new normal after cancer. And so after chemo, I started a new corporate job that I hated. It was eight plus hours a day of soul-sucking work, if you call it that. And after battling through surgeries and chemo, I was struggling. I like having money and especially insurance and health coverage and benefits, but I also like having purpose, meaning, and most of all, fulfillment. So I wrote the poem, Don't Be Defined by Your Fall.
So I had to look back and flip through and find when exactly I wrote this poem. And it was in my journal in July 2011, which was almost three years after my diagnosis. So there wasn't that aha moment right after my diagnosis. Again, there were moments. There were moments of conversations I had with my sister, my husband, and my close friends about kind of things I wanted to do, how I wanted to shape my life. But again, I couldn't pinpoint an exact date that I just woke up and said, aha, there are dreams after cancer and I'm going to chase them. Um, but anyway, The poem is called, Don't Be Defined by Your Fall. This is not how I envision life after cancer. Living mediocre just ain't the answer. I felt like I was Humpty Dumpty up on that wall, but I refuse to be defined by my fall. This moment is mine, in it I'll shine. Beyond this moment, there's no guarantee. I'm going to spend my time wisely doing, enjoying things that fulfill me. I was searching for more, so much more. So I won't say there was that one moment, the day and time, but the whisperings leading up to the moment, including jotting down in my journal again, my dreams, big and small, and first, mostly small, day-to-day dreams, places I wanted to travel to, quick, drivable trips, concerts I wanted to attend, events I wanted to attend, um, music and artists that I wanted to see, anything and then everything. Again, the meaning, the purpose, the fulfillment, and let me please be real because I have some dreams, places I want to see, things I want to do. So also the money because I need to fund these dreams. Mostly I was making a list of things to unnormal, if that's a word, my new normal. To take my days, my grateful days of survival to extraordinary fulfilled. Now let me pause for another moment and be very clear. I've said it before and I'll continue to emphasize it. I have and will always feel blessed for surviving, but I will unapologetically say that for the hell I went through, the hell that any survivor goes through, I'd like to say that chasing my dreams, seeking fulfillment, purpose, fun, enjoyment, laughter, and beauty feels like reasonable, fair, just compensation for that hell. So I've had and still have dreams, lots of them, and I've been achieving dreams that I've chased. It's not easy, but neither was having and living through a cancer diagnosis. So I say all of this to say that there could be an aha date or time that you know the exact place where you were when you decided to chase your dreams after a cancer diagnosis, or it could be organic or somewhere in between, whatever, Make sure you heed the calling, listen to the whispers or loud voices, and give everything you can to not only chase, but also achieve your dreams after a cancer diagnosis. (music) 
So for me, I made and keep a pretty exhaustive list of all that I want to achieve. And I'll, I'll speak more about how I use and manage the list. But I've been going on and on about these dreams of mine, but I wanted to share some specifics. So my dreams have included becoming a motivational, transformational speaker. And I remember shortly after my diagnosis, I think before I even had my surgeries or sometime around that time, I was having a conversation with my husband and my sister and I was saying, I think I want to speak. I think I might want to do something different um, going forward. And they were so encouraging. But again, it was just a conversation. It was something I kind of put out there and didn't really follow back up on it for a while. But again, it kept tugging at me. I kept thinking about it and I kept feeling this energy and the stories and the information that I wanted to share and it stayed with me. And so I started to really pursue it vigorously and I have become a transformational speaker and I've had really great opportunities as a result. So that is one. And again, I'm just giving you kind of some quick um, snippets of the list, but as we move forward, I'm going to give you details. I'm going to break down, you know, some of my roadblocks, some of the um, things that um, I ran into, and then some of the really exciting um, high points. Um, I also wanted to write. Um, since I was a child, I always carried around a pen and a pad. I have just a love of paper and pens and writing, but I wanted to write and I wanted to be published. And um, I started thinking about that and kind of writing things here and there. I was going to do a blog. I was going to do a journal. I was going to do all these different things. But along the way, I have had the opportunity of doing um, some self-publications of some of my favorite um, blogs and mantras and also um, being asked to um, submit some of my writings for um, different publications, um, many um, cancer-focused publications. So that's been exciting as well and, and some health um, publications. So that's been really exciting. Um, I think I mentioned in my first um, podcast that I've always been fascinated with movies, um, that this is one of kind of my relaxation uh, things is, excuse me, sitting down and watching a movie, having a movie marathon day and just getting swept away in really good movies, love stories, rom-coms, dramas, action, um, uh, irreverent comedies, but I, again, was always fascinated with movies, and I actually um, saw a contest for a screenplay, and I entered the contest and wrote a screenplay. Um, that screenplay was not picked up, but I am continuing to pursue my love of movies in that way. Um, so some have been short-term, some have been longer-term dreams, or some have been lifelong dreams, like things that I want to do for the rest of my life, like being a speaker and being a writer. Um, so I'll continue to share my list as I achieve dreams and as I update my list, but I just wanted to share some of the specifics with you. And so on our next episode, we are going to be talking about relationships and how relationships can impact your chasing and achieving your dreams after a cancer diagnosis. So please stay tuned and thank you for listening to this episode.
So I make mention of being in Cancun when I started working on the episode of being at the beach because the beach is my happy place and it's also a place that um, is part of my dreams. I um, dream of traveling, of world traveling. Um, I like to go to idyllic Um, exotic paradise like places and I especially like to go to places that are by beautiful water because for me being by the water being at the beach listening to the uh, waves crash against the shore is calming restorative for me um, during my treatment all I could dream about was getting back to the beach getting back to the beach because for me it is um, it's healing to my soul So that is um, one of the reasons I mentioned that. The other reason I mentioned it is because the beach is my happy place and I want my dreams to allow me to get to my happy place. I want my dreams to make me feel happy, um, to just bring me joy. So those are the reasons why I mentioned that. And again, um, I want you to know that dreams are possible after a cancer diagnosis. So I'm going to give you some homework or just something to think about. So just think about what are your dreams after a cancer diagnosis? Small, big, in between, short term, long term. Just give it some thought. And maybe by doing so, if you haven't already reignited that passion, that desire, this may help you to do so. And like I said, like I know, dreams after a cancer diagnosis, achieving dreams after a cancer diagnosis is possible and it is real. As always, thank you for listening. I invite you to subscribe and also send me your questions or topics you'd like me to cover. You can email me at melanie at breast cancercomfortsite.com and also if you'd like a copy of the poem don't be defined by your fall please email me as well I can't wait to hear from you and I also just want you to remember and know that dreams after cancer are possible it's real it's not just me I've researched this and found others for inspiration it is real there are bad there are horrible days for sure But cancer won't diminish our spirit or our determination. We will chase and achieve our dreams after a cancer diagnosis. We're going to get unstuck and move forward in a life-affirming and self-fulfilling way. So thank you. Until next time, bye for now.